You guys can't. Yeah, that's actually the name of the stream. <laughs> you guys can't. Yeah, that's actually the name of the stream. Perfect. Okay, I can hear myself. Yeah, that's actually the name of the stream. I just want to make sure I can hear you too. It's great to be joining Worthless Crypto Options. I like selling Worthless Crypto Options. Yes, I think <laughs> we all do. Um, before we continue with uh, the introduction of our guest today, which some of you guys might have a hint already, um, I want to make sure that you guys are able to hear him so that we don't, we don't just uh, record um, nothing. So, who's on right now? Let me just make sure. Oh, everyone is trading the ApeCoin launch. That's probably what they're doing. <laughs> Did you hear about that? ApeCoin. No, I have no, I feel like I'm like in a, a different realm of DeFi where I might as well be in, in like on a TradFi exchange somewhere. <laughs> like I don't, I just hear about shit all the time in the discords and it's like, what is this? What is that? What the hell is this? What are they doing? Uh, <laughs> you know, people doing different yield farming for like, you know, 10,000 APYs or stuff and then like. All this other stuff. I mean, I don't know. And then people talking about NFTs, I don't really know much about that. I mean, outside of like technical spec stuff, but yeah. yeah I, I get you. I, I was a new, yeah. <laughs> newfound. There are some times when actually like DeFi outperformed my own trading. Wow. I will, well, yeah, I, I mean, I can see that eventually in that big run from 2020 i guess till, till like october november last year yeah i can see that yeah i think i think a lot of people got in some crazy stuff happened that defi summer 2020 but thanks to moscow he is one of our members he's tuned in and has confirmed that they're able to hear us so without further ado um Let's get on with it. So this is, of course, Worthless Crypto Options, episode 15. And today we are on with DeFi Options DAO. Um, you guys all already know me, Professor Satoshi. Um, but I'm going to let you, my guest, um, Sinke, introduce yourself, give the Satoshi Heist community, a little bit of background information on you yourself, not actually the uh, protocol, which we'll get into, but you yourself, just a little quick snapshot. So I am, uh, my background has been mostly kind of like, I don't know, software engineer, chemical engineer. I've been mostly doing software engineering for probably like the past 10 years. Um, I dabbled in crypto, maybe like, back in 2012 doing cross-exchange ARB um, between like Mt. Gox and some random exchange that probably doesn't exist anymore in Atlanta. <laughs> I kind of fell out of it, kind of kind of want to kick my ass for that. I wasn't really too interested in. Maybe a couple years later, I started working for a hedge fund. And then 
after I worked for a hedge fund doing like software and trading systems, back testing stuff that that kind of opened my eyes into like finance um, and I, and they were trading futures. So after that, it didn't take too long for me to start writing my own code to do trade equities and eventually come up with different options, strategies and stuff like that. So and then then I kind of got into DeFi um, back in 2020 again. Um, I was really fascinated with the uncollateralized algorithmic stablecoins. Mm. Um, <laughs> and from there, I didn't I didn't put any money into those, but I w- I wanted to try to see if something could something interesting could happen from it. But no, not really. But and then I I'm still kind of in that area, so I'm I'm really fascinated with trying to like see how well like. DeFi can kind of like I don't know expand on the current monetary system but like in a on like a decentralized on-chain kind of way but that's like kind of quick intro intro about me mm. so you've actually so you started as like software engineer kind of that world and as you were kind of telling your story you kind of like went into this you kind of combine that with finance and you you mentioned you left crypto at some point and kind of you guys broke up and then got back together type of thing and yeah. kicked yourself in the butt for that but now you're here again and yeah you're you're actually not just trading but you're actually building um a protocol with a specific type of financial product which we'll get into um but I know that you're involved in DeFi Options DAO, so why don't we get into um, that part of your story now, because this is where you are now. Um, what role you play there, and you know, give everyone the rundown of what it actually is. Yeah, so DeFi Options DAO didn't even really start out as a DAO. I remember one day, um, like an RSS feed for like show HN hacker news projects. And um, I want to say sometime in, I don't know, 2020, 2021, I came across something. Um, some guy, um, DeFi options dev was like working on like a options trading open source um, GPL V3 um, options trading protocol. And I was like, wow, this is really cool for like a decentralized um, options exchange. And then I started contributing a bit um, and started doing some stuff with like um, back testing um, different um, through like on ch- like a local test net type of thing against like previous high vol periods in crypto. So like the run up from like 2018, things like that. And then from there, um, I guess. I don't know. More people started doing other stuff. Someone else contributed a front end. Some people were helping out with some of the design stuff. And then I guess we got the attention of ShineDAO. And then they kind of kind of seed funded us to get like an audit. And then from there we kind of just like kept building, kept iterating, and just just started to like trying to like reach out to like different people who are knowledgeable about like derivatives in general, not necessarily on-chain, but space. So just having lots of conversations with people who are like 
spent like decades in in finance trading like interest rate swaps or 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 just like on a derivatives desk and just like talking with them about all the different crazy stuff on chain and yeah and that's kind of that's kind of how I got started and and now I'm just mostly kind of continuing that doing a little bit more and you know trying to like trying to find more people kind of want to participate part of the community so okay gotcha. that's that's kind of it so so are you like coding black shoals into this uh what is your exact like do you even have like a specific title because DAOs can sometimes be very kind of structured or very open yeah yeah so this kind of kind of goes into like a lot of the on-chain protocols or options they kind of have their they have they kind of like have these hard-coded black like bs models and then some maybe volatility oracle that they might use um um so it's kind of like a specific way to price whereas i guess um how we're going about it it's it's not really up to the exchange so the exchange can have n number of liquidity pools and each liquidity pool can trade whatever options in in it that they want and they can price the options however they want so i guess kind of right now like in our default liquidity pool i think it's like some type of um Markov, Monte Carlo type of thing, or some some something similar um, that does like linear interpolation. Um, so yeah, so it it's but so like no, it's it's not Black Shoals. But if someone wanted to like launch a liquidity pool against the exchange and hard code some type of Black Shoals model, then they they could definitely do that. But no, it's okay. different. Yeah, yeah. But you're you. Chingwei, you're definitely in the, uh, I mean, Sinke, you're definitely in the technical side of things, right? Your involvement. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'd say so. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I am, like one of the core devs, but I also, I mean, obviously I like to talk to different people out there, see what other people are building, trading, you know, what's going on, so. yeah. I'm actually uh, going to be at the Barcelona Avox conference in, jeez, uh, it's going to be in three days. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, wow. Pack. So if I meet any cool people, I'll let you know. Um, I think there's some options activity picking up, in, at least interest on the Avox ecosystem, uh, or I should say yeah. within the Avox ecosystem. I actually joined the Avalanche ecosystem probably back in January 2021 um back when like avax was under like ten dollars before they even had like pangolin which was like the first deployed thing on c-chain you wanna... it was kind of it was, you... it was kind of interesting seeing how it has grown it has but, grown tremendously yeah. you want to hear something funny and sad um, what? <laughs> i think most of my community knows this but i was uh offered a job at avox um after interviewing with like john woo their president. Oh wow. Luigi, yeah. Um, unfortunately, my uh, an extremely intelligent foresight had led me to decide to reject that offer. <laughs> uh, uh. The price at the time, I think the price was like two dollars, three dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm having more fun trading options on Deribit." Um, <laughs> now I'm kicking myself in the butt because I have a couple friends there that still offer me 
uh, kind of like, like a doorway in, but I can't, you know, like I've been on my own for a little bit and kind of enjoyed uh, that type of freedom. Yeah. I actually started trying to go through the interview process, but then it was like, I would rather build something myself. And yeah, yes. I mean, we kind of, we approached some of the people in the community, like back, I would say back then, but I don't know, they didn't, they weren't really feeling it. So I was like, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> you, you know, okay, really? so it is a community, right? Because DeFi Options DAO, it's actually a community. So like, if, so let's take, I'm sure you know the company Google. Um, they, yeah. their dev teams, they run sprints. So, and so like, how is this structured behind the scenes? Like who decides what needs to get, what feature needs to get built? Um, like what's the priority, what's the focus, or is it just like a, like a Hail Mary in the Discord? It's more like you people do whatever they want, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the cool part like, about it. It's the real, it's the true Wild Wild if, West. If people manage to do stuff, like they, at this page, you, you'll get some tokens, you know? Uh, at least, at least we haven't did the IDO yet. We're probably not going to do the IDO. I, but I think right now we've, we've done a decent I mean, we've we've done okay trying to get some stuff off the ground, but I think mostly it's less like like when we first launched. I think back on on Polygon on I think back in like November, late November, like we didn't we didn't really have there was you couldn't sell options, so you could only just buy options. Oh yeah, and then we got to get to that. Then later. then in January, I had finish the front end well the contracts they kind of pretty much have everything but it's just the front end you know you got to make it easy for the normies so it's like i i kind of like hacked together a front end now so people could like sell it open so like now now people are able to do that for a little bit too as well so yeah i think the next thing that i would like to be done are the front end for the governance but you know we'll see Maybe someone in the community will do it. Maybe it'll just get to a point where there's just enough people involved that I'll 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 probably have more motivation to actually get started on it. But mm -hmm. I've I've been more distracted with you know other stuff like trading or like managing bots or you know trying to build build out the next version of the protocol. So mm -hmm. right, yeah. So but yeah, pretty much anyone does what they want. They can propose stuff to the community. We might do a snapshot. Um, I know Shine Dow has kind of been taking a, a a good. I guess they're kind of been helping us a lot because, really, like I guess, kind of like some of the core devs who initially kind of launched the project were, were just, there's like we're just devs. We're not we're not really like anything else. So mm -hmm. it, they've I, been really helpful. So actually, other people have been making videos. People have been like writing articles. Um, there might be some yeah. folks actually, Sinke, that uh, are watching right now that don't know what Shine Dow is. Maybe you can do the one or two sentence version. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, Shine Dow is like a. I want to say Web three because it has too much buzz, but I'll just say it. Web three, like kind of like decentralized um, incubator for our different projects. So I think right now Shine Dow is kind of like incubated and had like two projects one was like cassandra dow and i think they've launched relatively recently on avalanche 
and and DeFi options down. We launched. We were the first one to launch on, and we we launched on Polygon. Polygon, right? So, so there's a couple of more projects in their pipeline, but and anyone can join the community. There's a really nice onboarding process at Shined Out at Finance, and then people can I don't know get some interest and then start their projects. People in the community can see fund it and then move forward. But yeah, honestly, it's like from from trying to do startups like. You know, years ago in, in like real space and then coming into crypto and able to raise money it's just like i don't even want to try to raise money outside of crypto anymore for building stuff it's like it's too much bullshit like <laughs> yeah, speaking of that i, feel I, like was, I was crypto is so easy to like raise money to build stuff like mm-hmm. yeah I, I was actually gonna say didn't you guys get involved with the I mean Polygon, right? I mean I don't know if it's you're able to speak on that. I don't know how private it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess recently um we kind of applied for a grant um for Polygon, but they can't I don't know if they processed it okay or whatever, but they they we didn't get like the full amount, but like they didn't it wasn't really they gave us they gave us like uh they gave us like I don't know like I don't like a like I don't know over like five thousand worth matic six thousand something like that, mm-hmm. and it was like okay wow so it was pretty cool so I guess we kind of got I don't really know their process I'm not really familiar with how that goes I wasn't really the contact for any of that stuff I think um um one member of the community Mr Rock he's he's pretty cool he he's been kind of liaisoning with someone from polygon to get that set up um mm-hmm. yeah and i have an interview for talking about DeFi options with someone there on the 25th yeah. um maybe you can drop the link for people if they're interested yeah for but, sure yeah we'll show at the end yeah it's like a twitter space thing and i don't really understand it i'm using the dow's account for it so <laughs> it'll be a learning experience for that to work either so spaces i would i would definitely practice a little bit um sometimes a little buggy i would i, I found okay well i'm not hosting it so i don't know if there's going to be any problems for me okay you're just joining as like a co-host then it should be okay yeah I, I, hopefully i mean i hopefully i'm not i'm not yeah i don't i don't really know it so yeah, hopefully it will. <laughs> hopefully it'll it, it, it sounds like there's like fire gonna burn down like while we're in the uh, the spaces. It's like hello. Hopefully Twitter won't break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I actually want to get into a little bit of the nitty gritty of the actual protocol. All right, that sounds good. Yeah. So, you know, DeFi options I think is really really going to be. It's not sexy now. Um, not sexy like how the metaverse is sexy. Um, like I don't think it'll ever be sexy. Well, it doesn't need to be. I mean, it's so like, you know, we talked about this kind of like before in our chit chat. It's like for equities markets, traditional uh, markets, at least options is like 70% of the game. Um, but in crypto, it's like less than 5%. So if that is truly the case, um, number one, I think part of the equation is that like there's just not enough adoption in crypto, not enough interest um, to trade crypto options. 
But if you had to make a bet on the next decade of what where that 5% is going to go up or down, I would oh, venture to up. say up. Yeah, I would venture to say that it's going yeah. to go up, right? <laughs> so, you know, you know, like, you know, that's kind of why I have this why options um, question here. But also number three, there's a lot of players in this space now that are entering. Oh, um, yeah. I was watching. It's, that's great. Them. Yeah, we don't have to name them no, we all. Can name, you can name them if you want, but, I mean, ones that come up. I mean, you know, I think the OG one on chain was Hedgick. He- I was going to say Hedgick. <laughs> um, yeah. But and I, I, like, I, I use them, so. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I played around on, on Hedgick. But what separates, you know, what you guys, what you you guys and gals, I don't know if there's girls in there as well, but what, what you guys have built and, um, you know, the rest of what the market has to offer. Like, I kind of want to give you the platform here to say, hey, you know, we actually came out to build this as a DAO, not the easiest thing to do. And we thought we did this thing better. Yeah. So I think the one thing that kind of separates us apart from the other protocols out there um, is that we, we try to give the users freedom to figure out how to do things um, in a way that they want. Um, and that comes down to risk management, whether it's probably going to be collateral, how even collateral can be allocated for any of the underlyings that might trade, whether it's oracles, like you can use oracles from anywhere. I mean, we might we default with Chainlink, but you can easily conform your own oracle from a DEX or from somewhere else to conform to the same interface. Mm-hmm. Um, like liquidity pool wise, anyone can launch their own liquidity pool. I mean, you can, and it can be as centralized or decentralized as you want, or you can price stuff however you want. I think, I think on those levels, it's like we're we're trying to like get build, bring like a group of people who want to do, who want to, who want to market make or trade derivatives in general together to figure out how we can kind of do this in like a decentralized and transparent way. Um, I mean, a lot of other protocols, you might, they might have like a labs backing them to like launch it, or they might just be like single dev, you know, like or, um, it might have like a lot of VC funded money or something like that. And so like, yeah, we're, 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 we're definitely not like that. I mean, maybe we, that might happen like that in the future, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily see it happening like that. I mean, because a lot of the VCs, they kind of want to have like a team. They want people. To, they want someone that they can, they can call in the middle of the night when something's yeah. wrong. You yeah. know, they want they want a they want a security blanket that they can like you know wrap themselves around so that they can sleep at night. And like, no, we're not doing that at all. You know, like, you yeah. you bring you bring your own you bring your own beer, and <laughs> someone else might bring some other goodies for the party and then we can figure it out together. So like we're, I mean, we've attracted some interesting players like right now, like where we've been talking with G vault. I think, I think the biggest thing like, and they've looked at a bunch of different options protocols on chain. And I actually have a talk with them probably in like 12 hours to figure out um, the next steps for us to um, integrate with them to build i think i think in they were going for q2 to try to build an options aggregator on polygon mm. but i think they might try to pivot towards doing some type of liquidity pool where they can collect some type of fees i think the biggest thing is that like because we 
allow so much freedom in a way that we will make it easy for lots of different types of actors to integrate with the protocol. Whereas that's going to be kind of hard for some, a protocol that kind of like has, is, has structured their protocol in a way where it's really hard to make it like interoperable with other people who want to trade options, I guess, like, because everyone has their own flavor of how they like to do things. And if, if it's not quite right, like kind of like some some of the pricing or whatever from they might do like a uh, um, uh, centralized order book, then you know then they they'll probably like not be that interested. But, you know what would be cool yeah. a cool feature in my opinion um, that I cannot even believe uh, Deribit has they ha- they don't even have this yet but complicated or complex option strategies where you kind of want them to be executed simultaneously so mm-hmm. like if you wanted to build like a call spread on Deribit, there's no like single button like right click oh build call spread pick this strike <laughs> pick this expiration oh you want to do like, i think uh, some of the protocols on chain might have that i think ribbon finance might have stuff like that maybe i mean i know even so there's some strategies like on hedgic right now in arbitrum let me see like buy strategies. There's like one click strategies for it's probably simple like straddles or strangles. Um Yeah. Like I just but, can't believe they haven't built it. I mean they're like ninety eighty percent of this entire market. Yeah, you would yeah, I mean, you know, their priorities I feel like of like a lot of the bigger players aren't really towards product, I think. Well, they are <laughs> trying to get they're trying to get uh Solana options on there. Which would be no, yeah, trade. well, we already have Solana options on DeFi options. <laughs> we don't have that many people are interested in trading them on our platform or making a market with, that's deep for it. But people can buy and sell, you know, in small amounts. But I yeah. know, you know, also what one of the competitive advantages of being a DeFi options protocol is that if you are in a jurisdiction in the world where, um trading derivatives of this sort um i don't know why i said that i should just say options um is not legal uh for whatever yeah. reason yeah you securities can... regs whether in yeah in the u.s or in europe yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And, and some parts there's a little bit of a scare in korea at 1.2 for um options but you know this yeah. is a good way in my opinion to buy step that uh, i don't know what kind of law yeah. you're breaking so i'm not encouraging anyone here to break law <laughs> but uh, of course, it is an option. Um, self-custodial derivatives, you know. <laughs> self-custodial derivatives, you know. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that's breaking the law. Just like is is having cash breaking the law, you know. Like some people would say that it is, you know. With all of like at least in the U.S., you know, the civil asset forfeiture, you might be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, let's just take all your money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hopefully it doesn't get to that point. But uh I mean, I don't know. I mean I I think I think the one one thing that will probably at some point provide a nice jump in far as activity for derivatives on chain are especially anything involving crypto are going to be a lot of that that regulatory battlefield out in the oh, world, you know, governments are going to Yeah. So governments are governments gonna... will push people to these platforms. Yeah, governments wow, will push, push people to for the platforms, just like governments have pushed people to crypto. 
Just like central banks have pushed people to crypto. No, yeah, I, no, yeah. I, I see that point. Uh, I actually, that's I and, find that and, very and, and, uh, and uh, all the bad exchange actors, you know, like recently, like the commodities exchange, the, the LME, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, with Nickel, just, oh, let's just reverse some trades because this guy who who's a whale who does a lot of volume on us was about to get wiped out. And we don't want that to happen because we, we will lose a lot of money, you know? Like, fuck that. Lose a lot of money. The people who put the trades on should take that. Yeah, sure, the physical market might be fucked up for a little while, but someone else is going to step in and not take so much risk in the future. That's the thing you have to do. And, you know, I mean, like, it's just, like, things like that that are just, like, there's just so many different levels of aspects where actors are losing trust in one another, even without the government being involved, where having it in a decentralized exchange where everything's transparent by default, the contracts are on chain that... that that are that, that people are, can see the code, see the state of it. You know, they can see the leverage. They can see the interconnectedness in real time. Like, no, you can't even do that now. Like, like in in even in traditional finance, no, for, in especially China, for 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 things like derivatives. Like, you inter what's the what's the what's like the interbank risk? You know, <laughs> no one knows that. No one can pull that number. Yeah. <laughs> How much? How much time has this U.S. Treasury been rehypothecated? Yeah, like, you don't know that. They, like, they have all. Okay. They have risk engines and stuff, uh, and like yeah, things yeah. kind of flash red. But you don't. But it's all black box. No one wants to share it. You know. Yeah, usually because if you have to they're share, they're you're in trouble. <laughs> they're in, yeah exactly yeah if you have to share it you're in trouble yeah everyone wants to keep it to their chest where it's like as a decentralized exchange like we're not necessarily like the, the exchange itself doesn't have to run a profit you know like the liquidity pools or should want to run a profit you know because people are like market making them you know? but like the exchange itself it doesn't need to necessarily run a profit it just needs to facilitate the ecosystem of people you know hedging risk and speculating with one another so it's kind of like there's just so many different aspects that I think will just move more people on chain and not necessarily to trade crypto options, but to trade options on even like commodities or FX or, you know, even, even some create synthetics out of options. You know, you might have synthetic interest rate swaps built like of like theories of caps and floors on, on, on there, like basically options. So it's like, yeah. So you yeah, said that, like, you said that, in the future, maybe even DeFi options now can you can literally make options markets for whatever people want to actually make options markets for, right? Yeah, yeah. People could do that today if they wanted to, if there were if there was enough interest for it. <laughs> yeah, you might be trading against one other person. <laughs> I guess that's okay if you want to do if you want to take on a bet like that. I mean, the other day we saw um, Do Kwan and GCR take on a bet on the Luna price. It was basically a binary mm. option that they agreed on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. It's like if well, I mean, in the in the V two of the protocol, you can actually like bet on the future without without like a a party. So like a liquidity pool could have capital in it, but they could be borrowing against your deposit from buying the option. So like even oh. if the exchange runs a deficit. The the you'll still be credited with an exchange balance, and if you try to withdraw, you get received like a debt token that you can redeem at a um 
like an interest rate for stable coins in the future that you can withdraw over time. That you so Wait, you can still get paid like out a, in the that, future as there's more vo volume. Yeah. Oh, hold on. It's not like an escrow for like a. It's not like uh the. So let let's just so for example in our Discord, I mean, there was a certain point in time when I had taken a bet with one of our members about the price of Ethereum. Um, he thought it was going below three hundred dollars by, I believe it was like March or like June twenty twenty two, and I said no, I don't think the price would be below um three hundred dollars by June twenty twenty two, and we bet like one ETH on it. Um, I think by the De December time, I think he like paid out the bet because it was like there's no way this thing is gonna go under three hundred dollars. But are you saying <laughs> that like we can use DeFi options that there's like a an escrow type of feature where we can kind of make our own bet like yeah, that? Yeah, you don't necessarily have to go through the liquidity pool in order to sell an option to someone else. You can go directly against the exchange address, exchange address and make side bets with someone else. So you don't wow. necessarily have to go through a liquidity pool. Yeah. Okay. That is pretty crazy. I mean yeah <laughs> is the so like i mean so theoretically so it's like basically you you basically are like trading against the exchange i was gonna say you know? that you're trading against the exchange <laughs> yeah wow. so like if if you happen to win big and there's not enough like stable coins in the protocol besides your bet you'll just get a debt like basically an iou that you could you will only be able to redeem it as there's more trading volume <laughs> okay and as more 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 stables come into the exchange but yeah that's that's my that was like kind of my one big motivation of trying to like look for a, like a good derivatives protocol to kind of help be a part of on chain was like one thing that i feel like that is missing in DeFi is like an on-chain native decentralized like like stable coin type of thing that's Similar to how like the current euro dollar system works. Not none of this over collateralized stuff, but you know like like credit, you know credit credit creation, credit credit destruction mechanisms that that can kind of do it. And I and I thought like after trying to help out with some of the un, uh, um, uncollateralized and algorithmic stable coins, I was like, yeah, I think I think the derivatives protocol is probably best to try to do stuff like this because then you can do similar stuff. With the with like the liquidity that's been deposited. Yeah, yeah, basically. So like and so like basically with V two liquidity um liquidity pools are kind of basically they're they're basically in charge of managing the on chain and off chain flows. Because basically when people buy the options and, and the liquidity pools have been approved by the DAO to basically basically take on leverage where they can basically create credit um into existence mm -hmm. they 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 basic and i guess that's essentially kind of leverage and they use the options buyers deposits kind of as 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 like um as a deposit similarly yeah <laughs> you treat sure. the option buyers as deposits and then you can leverage that on top of them so the liquidity the liquidity pools are basically will be in charge of managing the on-chain off-chain stablecoin flows and there will be a credit system on top of the stable coins that that can well well it can expand without um, being limited by 
USDC die USDT supply, you know? Mm. So like similar to how like, you know, like a, a, a Euro dollar bank might operate now, like like, you know, like offshore bank in like, you know, Venezuela, maybe not Venezuela, maybe Venezuela. <laughs> like they might have they might have they might create dollar deposits on their balance sheets by, you know, like taking the spot rate of a um of I don't know the boulevard and depositing some boulevards and then also creating like a forwards contract so you can kind of track that 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 payout and probably the collateral that will have to be allocated for it and then you can settle it at the end but it doesn't have to settle in dollars it can settle in whatever other currency but the value in between and at the settlement is in dollars so like you might owe like a hundred dollars, but it might be settled in like you know like euros or like yen or whatever. So like kind of like so like it's just like, it's just like a credit it's a, it's a credit system to keep track of that. You don't necessarily need like physical dollars for it. And I think a lot of I think I think it just goes into a lot of just basically how kind of like it works in like TradFi, but on chain. It's like a, a, an on-chain decentralized version of USDT, kind of. You know, and it, I know USDT gets a lot of flack, but I don't. I think does. a lot of people don't don't really understand how how degenerate our existing monetary system is. <laughs> I know they criticize crypto, but you know, like they, they you need like... one to you. It's like this expectation, like you need one dollar to back this this token. Like you have no fucking clue how this works. Like. You know, if you are bringing introducing credits like a credit system into DeFi options now, I'm not saying that's going to 100% happen in the future, but it's an idea. I would imagine a credit system would need a risk engine as well, which is quite um, complicated. We don't have to get into it, but that is actually um, number four of what's on screen here, and that is I'm interested actually in what stress tests have been done um on the on the protocol for super high volatility events uh, i don't know if you if you were uh, active trading this past week but the vix was halted um which i find super ironic because vix is a vol product um and you mean vxx yeah oh or... sorry did i mix it oh. up yeah sorry vx yeah 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 i was about to say i'm sure the vix still traded vxx yeah that that was yeah, that was wild. Um, I don't know who who does that product, Credit Suisse maybe, and they and they announced like, yeah, we they can't actually. Off. Yeah, they were like, we can't actually um, authorize for we can't we can't people we can't create any more create creating more shares for it anymore. And it's like, uh oh, I mean that should be a huge ass warning sign, you know, because that it's that shit has nothing to do with commodities you know i mean like they also i think they had an oil one that they said they can do as well but like yeah. i don't know it's like ooh, this is not good and then i then i saw the chart and it went to the fucking moon it was like, i know wow, okay they got halted i wish time. i had some options on that shit damn <laughs> yeah some calls have been nice but so like what 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 of uh what so you see that's the uh tradfi example but what about yeah you know, let's translate it into this conversation that we're having about DeFi options. Yeah. So for the V1, the the kind of the stress tests that 
um, I did. You can kind of see it in 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 um, in the GitHub repo um, um, for the project. One of the, well, the fork that I've been kind of working off of. There's a you can see all the modeling stuff that I've done, and you can like deploy. Anyone can deploy it on their testnet. I basically tested scenarios like kind of like really adversive scenarios where um, basically where people. I, I back tested it against, I guess, Bitcoin when it, I guess, crashed or it ran up um, in like 2017, 2018. I don't know the exact dates. So like basically um, the, the people were selling, I stress tested where people were only like different random agents were randomly selling um, just um, with low, low IV options to the liquidity pool. Um, from like a low IV environment and to and then eventually, you know, it blows up, IV blows up and then there are a lot of actors are sh um, potentially short collateral and things like that. So um, I would say for the bit, for even from some of those basic scenarios that I did, I think like three out of four, what we were, what I was really looking for was, was there going to be a, a stable coin shortage relative to the credit balance? So kind of like we were talking about before, where um, um, you can get the credit in, like usually when someone decredits into the exchange, at least now in V1, it's it's one-to-one -one as far as credit balance is equal to one type of stable coin. But like in events like that, where there's not necessarily collateral, the collateral management system that's kind of in um, V1 right now, if it wasn't able to um, like, if people were writing in their low collateral allocation regime and there wasn't enough, it would potentially create a shortage. So the credit balance that people will have on the exchange could exceed the stable coin um, that are, have been deposited, deposited in exchange. So I was really looking for that type of thing. And like, I would say half the time, um, the, it, the credit system right now under on the V1, um, it, it, it didn't go into a shortage. So enough, enough collateral was allocated. And I, and I think that has to do with, um, I was really testing on BTC with, I think it really has to do with the vol and crypto is really, there's not much skew, I should say, compared to some other things in TradFi. Mm. It's relatively stable. Yeah. Um, and then it blows up. <laughs> but, so <laughs> I was going to ask if there's a, if there's something, uh, that is currently built like a risk engine where it's like, no, you cannot sell anymore into this vault because if you do, um, well, our our engine just is going to identify that as way too risky of a position to hold. At this no, there's 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 no risk engine for that. That is pretty much up to the liquidity pools. So liquidity pools will have to determine their their risk tolerance. I think for the from the exchange perspective, the off the 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 exchange doesn't really care because in the event there's a uh, a shortage of stable coins and someone tries to withdraw because if no one tries to withdraw the stable coins from the exchange and they just keep writing derivatives with their um, exchange balance, it doesn't matter. You know, it's kind of like with a bank. You know, you know, like there might only be like you know, one one hundredth of the deposits that people can withdraw at any time for physical cash, but now everyone's withdrawing because people are just, you know, changing changing balances, credit different entries in, on different 
ledgers on different balance sheets. So it's it will, it's it's fine. It's the only troubles you have is we might so many um, which tries to withdraw a stable coin. But even then, the exchange has a creates like, like and if there's a if there happens to be a shortage, you instead get a debt token, an ERC twenty debt token that has an interest rate that the DAO can set that you can sell it on um, a DEX or something like that, or mm-hmm. for either space for stables or stuff like that. So. There, it, it, it's not an ideal situation, but if if it happens, it can be mitigated. There's there's a ways to mitigate it. So it presents an opportunity, um, especially for people in TradFi who like to um, buy distressed bonds. You know, it, if you see a derivatives exchange that has like a decent amount of volume, so you know there's there's stable coins going in and out, um, and you know a lot of uh, there's a lot that is locked for a period of time because you know the exchange right now is European options. So usually when someone if someone said like bought like a three month option, you know, there's gonna be at least enough at the time it's bought for for to be able to redeem some of the debt. So make if you could pick up the debt, the debt token on the DEX for five cents on the dollar and redeem it for one dollar, I mean that's that's all that's that's nice. That's so a good arm. <laughs> it perfect Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I mean it, 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 it not 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 really nice for someone who is facing liquidity constraints and needs to withdraw from the exchange and sell it for five cents on a dollar. <laughs> yeah, but not that. It's side. definitely nice for the buyer for for buying five cents on the dollar. I mean, I would love to buy some junk bonds for five cents on the dollar, but everything keeps getting bailed out at, at eighty cents on the dollar, and it's like fuck this. So I mean, trying to create that environment in DeFi so you can actually get some, you know. Price discovery, <laughs> some real price on, discovery, on, on, some price discovery on some like people coin income, you know, you know. So yeah. Wow, you just said income, and and so I, I don't know if we actually talked too much about this last time, but there there are a lot of these, and you mentioned it already, ribbon finance, which I've been tracking for a long, long time, um, because that's essentially what I do. Uh, on a daily basis but mm. what is your do you have an opinion on the DeFi option vaults like i, I think there's I a think... significant amount of uh let's just call it retail volume that doesn't want to really go in there look at deltas look at ivs just do this yeah. for me just sell just sell the options yeah. for me i don't care like clip a couple percentage points i don't care just give me yeah. my 30 i mean I think it's nice because I think it can get to a point where they can be really agnostic and provide liquidity to lots of different options protocols on chain. But one thing that just makes me think like, man, these vaults are going to get cleaned out at some point. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I want to be the one to clean them out. <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain point in time when Ethereum literally doubled in four weeks last year and Ribbon was live. Uh, I don't know how yeah. they, they handled that, but I didn't hear too many happy campers come out of that vault. <laughs> Probably got rinsed. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, we're not even, I'm not even just talking about ETH. There's just going to be so many things that people can trade on chain in the future that there's going to be options and other derivatives being written on. And, like, you just have this, I mean, I won't, like, this dumb money just blindly going in and selling this stuff. And it's like, woo. 
you don't even know where it's going. You, you know, you see these, you see these protocols. They all look at this yield you can get. You can just use, like this is a bad market. You can just sell. You can just put your ETH there. You can put your BTC. You can put your link. You can put your shit coins here. Yeah. It's like, and you can get some yield on it while while the market's going sideways or down. And it's like, well, I don't know. It, takes it one can thing. work. If, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the, there's, I mean, like, it, 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 at some point, there's going to be a lot of pain, you know? I mean, so it's kind of going to be like, well, hopefully I'm either collecting a spread or I, I'm, I'm, make, I'm causing that pain because I'm definitely. I'm, I, I, will, I mean, it's kind of nice to see, see them provide liquidity now, you know, but I, I definitely think it's going to mature. I mean, I mean, it's nice that there's more products that are available to retail because, I mean, I think it might also help more people get familiar with options. with options. I mean, more people might, in general, or even derivatives, more people might, like, when you start, when these things start really going crazy and maybe some might blow up, people might might want to take the chance to look under the hood to see how this stuff works and it's like so it's kind of like it would, it's, it'll be a losing money is a good education <laughs> yeah everyone pays their tuition to the market at some point but um yeah i know like retail it's a it's not the friendliest product to understand i mean i think in general people typically go from spot to futures slash perps to options last um mm-hmm. Just because I feel like Greek, yeah. people hear Greeks and like that scares people. I honestly think Greeks is a little overrated. Um, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. It, it just scares people off, and they're and sometimes they're like, "Wait a second, hold on, this price is going up. I have a call. Why is the call not going up?" That's the stuff that kind of like <laughs> freaks people out, you know. But like, how it, did you buy it at like fifty volts? <laughs> yeah, thousand volts. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That's the type of stuff that um, people don't quite get until after they lost a little bit of money. Um, hopefully, it's not that much money, but you pay your tuition, and then you kind of get the idea of this product and what it can actually do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the other thing is, too, it's, it, if people use it for hedging, I don't think they would care that much, you know? It's, 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 it's when you start to speculate and you don't understand it then then you then you might care a lot when you see when you start might seeing some of the losses like that so Mm -hmm. i'm definitely on the theta gang side of uh things (laughs) mainly because when i started i you know i was i just started as a buy and hold type crypto person and i was like how do i you know given my background in finance i was like how do i generate a a little bit of a yield on this um Mm -hmm. and i was like look if people are selling um puts on gold why can't we see btc as kind of this digital gold narrative type thing and sell puts on that too only i learned that (laughs) (laughs) btc every now and then does a 30 percent drop overnight while you're sleeping uh and then your puts are shit out of luck so yeah you know i got into that um and then especially during bull runs you that's when you kind of really want to get into calls so i got i explored that way that's how I kind of dive my feet um, into options, but uh, yeah, I I wanted to give you a chance since we're almost coming up on the hour here. What are the key next steps for DeFi options now? You think, like, what's gonna happen in the near future, and let's say what happens in the next bull run when 
everyone knows what DeFi options DAO is and starts trading on it. Yeah, so in the near future, I think we're focusing on trying to work with other people in the ecosystem to create products that some of their users might want to use. Um, and also, you know, try to try to find other people who are interested in being a part of the community. So like kind of like trying to like having talks with, you know, people like you, Professor Satoshi, you know, and like, you know, trying to talk with people at Polygon, maybe try to like, I won't say education because I, I don't know, this is a kind of complex and there's a lot of information out there that people could read if they wanted to. But I, I, I like, I like having the discussion, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun and interesting, especially, especially with the, the whole crypto angle. So mm-hmm. yeah, more discussions, um, probably building out the front end more. Um, if we get enough people starting to use a protocol, definitely the front end for the governance. Um, yeah, those are, those are some of the stuff that we're, I think we're going to do in the near future besides, yeah. So more of the same, but I mean, honestly, it's like, that's just what I can see. But like, there's other people doing other stuff that I have no idea what they're doing in the community until like, until it actually happens or like the last minute or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, people can get involved however they want. I'm like, even the stuff that I'm saying, it's like, whether it's like, someone wants to try to a market maker wants to try to provide liquidity or you just want to sell options <laughs> or like just like do arbs against all the other own chain protocols or maybe you can do an arb with derbit i mean you could buy a call on derbit and sell it on DeFi options mm-hmm. um different different stuff that i know i know mr rock he's I got I I after I did the front end for the ARP, he he does like he does basically like one ARP trade a week with DeFi options now. Wow, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Nice. So Beautiful. it's like, yeah, I think he uses Premia, but Premia is kind of expensive sometimes. Maybe not now because you know there's been like the theta theta smash these past two weeks, but there's yeah. other uh, protocols and stuff people could use to try to do the ARP, but. You know, just, you know, just have a good time. You know, we're not a company, so can't really tell people, oh, you need to, like, grow this by X percent. You need to do these X things. Mm-hmm. Nah. So That's the cool part yeah. of the DAO. And then you, you also mentioned uh, that you're going to have a Spaces on the 25th, right? Yes, there's a Spaces on the 25th. Yeah, so I don't know how that's going to go, but it's it's supposedly it's going to be on 25th i don't know what time i do know what time but i think it's at 1 a.m my time but i don't <laughs> you, i don't know you you got stuck with me at 7 30 I'm, I'm gmt plus seven so yeah utc i don't know probably sometime know. wait which part i think, of the, I think the person you don't have to say i mean i'm in southeast asia okay yeah Southeast Asia, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So I think one thing. Yeah, I guess if you, I think it will probably be announced maybe on Polygon's Twitter account beforehand, and the Twitter account that I shared you, that's that's who I'm supposed to be talking with. Um, I don't know. You probably can just follow that person or whoever's interested can follow them, and you'll probably see it then. 
And I'll post it in the DAO Discord too as well. Or maybe Mr. Rock will do it because I, I will probably be the last one to find out the specific details for it until unless like she messages me directly or whoever. Mm-hmm. There's so many avatars. I don't know who who is what. So, so. everyone's all non on the internet. I know. All right. <laughs> All right, Singa, I have one last question for you, and it's going right. to be a fun one. Uh-oh. What What are your opinions on the market structure right now? It could be whatever you're tracking, Bitcoin, Ethereum, any coin that you're tracking. Give us your, your thoughts. Specific, spe- specifically crypto? Um, yes, yeah, specifically crypto. It's so hard. It's so hard. Well, I mean, I think, I don't know. I think we might, I I mean, well, I, I mean, at least from like my trend lines on BTC and ETH, they kind of broke their, their, their down trend line, but I don't really see that much volume. They broke out on little volume and BTC broke out first, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And ETH did it, I think yesterday with the last daily close. So I don't know. And BTC has gone sideways. So we might just be consolidating in a range for a bit. And I mean, I, I look at GVOL and I don't really see anything stands out there for higher in the short term. Well, you know, like new high type of shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't see that much volume on the alts too. And I, and I, and I, I started, I market make for some of the alts on centralized exchanges too. So it's kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe volume will come in and chase an all-time high, but I don't know. I just think the macro is just going to drag everything down. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh, glad that you shared your thoughts on especially the macro fund cuz I I definitely keep that in the in my considerations when I open up uh, any trades right now in this environment because we have really changed a significant amount from the uh 2020 era of like you know this thing's trending okay i don't even know what it does it's just trending we'll just ape in like 10 percent of my portfolio oh look <laughs> 10 percent in one day like that's i'm a genius we're not in yeah we're not there <laughs> we're not there we're not far there. from <laughs> we are very far from um we and are, i think yeah, it's rinsed out a lot of people because you know, there's there's not that much activity. So the remaining people are actually the ones that are, I would say, you know, advanced to advanced traders. Yeah, I would say the people who are remaining right now are the ones. Or who, people who want to buy and hold for the long term. They might be accumulating project tokens of the stuff that they like. Yes, exactly. And you know, I I don't mind anyone. Now you know, treasuries I, too. Mm-hmm. Dow exactly. treasuries are definitely looking for stuff. We were talking about this at Shine Dow buying some random stuff that's you know, that, that's been pretty beaten down pretty hard, but def- TVL's there, so it's it makes sense to to maybe dabble some toes on it from like a risk weight perspective, mm-hmm. but definitely not like your whole portfolio type shit. <laughs> no, yeah, no full port send, no full port send. Yeah, not in this environment, but. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like, I guess, I don't know. Since, since like, my first experience seriously getting into markets was, like, so- writing software for backtesting and live trading in the futures market, I've always, I've always, it's like, I'm, I mean, I've, 
I'm always about looking at some of the macro stuff, like like treasury spreads between a 30-year spread, um, credit default swaps on the junky end, um, euro-dollar futures curve. Um, yeah, I, I, I pretty much follow that stuff religiously every day. And it's so interesting to see stuff that happens months in advance, like like junk credit spreads bottomed out like in May 2021, you know, like kind of kind of like when crypto, you know, kind of when crypto kind of topped. And it's just so interesting to see how these different markets kind of move together, especially different areas in the different markets. So like some of the junkier ends, crappier, shitty, high risk stuff and some of the more not more, I guess, less risky stuff, quote unquote, less risky stuff. <laughs> so quote unquote, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Risk a lot. is everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that uh, lens that you put on it. Let's end it on that because that was a a good, I think, a little good quote slash takeaway. Risk is everywhere. Um, I do want to thank you, uh, Sinke, for coming on. I know it was super early. We kind of messed up with the timings. I was actually trying to do this last week, but then it was like too last minute. So I appreciate you coming on for the hour to give um the heisters it's always fun to talk with people in different areas different communities yeah pollination of ideas see what yep. people are doing it's, yeah exactly. it's great like, i will stay up for forever for that type of stuff i can sleep when i'm dead <laughs> i like that mentality too sleep when you're dead um, <laughs> okay you don't have a twitter but i do i, I don't I, yeah it's super low-key i mean I won't even. I mean, you can you can catch me sometimes on an IRC or DeFi Options DAO IRC. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna post it's, all the. Links. In our in our in our in our front end, you can see it. There's a link to it at the, in the in the front end. For yeah, it. yeah. There's there's a link out there. And then there's your Discord, yeah. And then the Twitter account too, as well, for the channel, but. Okay. Um, I'm usually hanging out in IRC. Not many people come there. Maybe some of the some core people might come there. We've been in the community for a while, and we might just talk randomly for a while. But I'll I'll usually lurk on IRC. But yeah, I'm not on Twitter, sadly. Okay. Respect the decision. Um. All right. Cool. I'm gonna end the stream here. If you tuned in, thank you for watching till the very end. Uh, I will post all of the relevant links in the description and I will see you all. Oh, maybe next week because I'll be in Barcelona at the Avox conference. I have no oh, idea. Yeah. Enjoy that. Enjoy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm I need trying to, to get to one of those these days. It's, it's really fun. I mean, they, well, it's fun because literally every single company that are, um, crypto startup kind of just, they just turn up. And hopefully the founders like will leak some alpha if they get a little tipsy. But you know, some of my friends are actually at Avox, so you know I'm also going just like with friends. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Gonna be hopefully nice weather because Barcelona's a little rainy. But yeah, I'm gonna hopefully next week get someone actually from Avox on the stream to talk about you know some of the complexities of Avox um, that. You know, uh, you, you read yeah. all these like blogs on Medium, but you can hear it directly from the source. 
So I'm trying to set that up. Uh, there's no guarantees. There's actually no guarantees ever on worthless crypto options because we do zero to prepare. But uh, that is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Sinke, I'll catch you later. Thank you again for joining. And to the heisters, thank you all for joining. I'll see you all next time. Cheers.